0: Like actual microphones and everything. Yeah.
1: Yours
2: just look awkward.
1: It looks like, really intense.
0: <laughs> mine is pretty intense, okay, guys? I don't need any judgment from you. we are going full on mine's Mine's very intense. It's it's one of those ones that. Well, because it's controlling all of your. I don't. Look. Yeah, don't it's like the master mic. I don't need to explain myself to you guys, you jerks. Yeah. All of you jerks. I wouldn't be able
2: to, to properly handle said mic like, because there's like a lot of cords and i would touch something my hand's too small I actually fidget a lot just as is mm. i would unplug something hold mm. on can you hear me more clearly now oh
0: i sure can there <laughs> we go is that crispy? what's up guys welcome back to the never oh, podcast on oh, no. oh yes it's okay. yes it's cool. yes you've been duped both yes <laughs> gotcha <laughs> welcome back to never alone podcast my name is seth gorell I'm Isaiah. He's still just Isaiah, and somebody <laughs> at home watching—you definitely knew—but any of the listeners at home, you may have heard.
2: Where's we're in a different,
0: different spot. A, we're in a different <laughs> spot, that a a different spot today. It's very true.
2: <laughs> very, very true. And
0: you can hear Isaiah very clearly, but even just then, you heard a different voice than usual. Well, we have a lady on What's board. up, guys? There's a lady, and her name is Lauren. Her name's Lauren. <laughs> I don't know why I'm the only one that, yeah. that always goes with the, back, the last name. I can give you my full name if you like it. I mean, it's Lauren Penazzo. Hello, it's Lauren
1: Penazzo, yes. Is it Elizabeth Penazzo? It is Elizabeth Penazzo. Mm.
0: Your boy knows middle names pretty well. Uh Esteban.
2: Okay, here we go. I didn't know that. You didn't know that I no. knew last
0: names? Or that she, what her last name, her middle name was? Both. Sick lit. So we got a fun episode for today, guys. It's going to be it's gonna be pretty show, very similar to uh, JD's episode, but we're just going to be shooting the breeze, talking about life, talking about stories, and just hearing from, from Lauren, and it's going to be a great time, and all of her experiences with, with Never Alone and coming to that point, and, and all that good stuff, so yeah. Yeah, um,
2: just to get started, because we know you, you're, you're a very good friend of ours, mm-hmm. but they may not know you. Um, so, do you want to do like a little introduction? Like, who oh, are you, Lauren? Yeah, sure.
1: Um, yeah, so my name's Lauren. I am a current sophomore at George Mason. Uh, I'm not gonna say my major because it's probably gonna change again. Amen. Amen. So, but, yeah, I think that's good enough introduction. I don't know. Yeah, man, works for me. <laughs> Sick. All right, cool. <laughs> do you do anything, like, outside oh. of school? Or are you just a
0: full-time student, doing nothing else?
1: Um, yeah, I do, uh, spoken word. Mm yeah
0: okay that's the spoken word she's pretty good at it too thank you she made me cry a couple times really she you have really multiple times
1: that's so encouraging
0: yeah there was the one there was the one that you did there was a a campus retreat a couple it was last semester
1: (gasps) wait that one I didn't think that impacted you
0: I cried like a little little baby it wasn't my (laughs) phone. little baby
1: I cried when I heard the poem too
0: like a little bitty baby and it was it was very emotional yeah to say the least she
2: gets into it um definitely check out her page it will be linked in all the profile descriptions and all that good jazz but um yeah we can go ahead and get straight into it so cool Lauren you have a story for us huh
1: yeah I do um I think it's really cool what you guys are doing with um the whole theme of like never alone um I think it just speaks a lot to me just because I felt alone for a lot of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: so, growing up, um, let's see, Gro- growing up, life was really great, actually. I had really great parents. Um, I have a great brother. I don't know if he's going to ever listen to this, but... Come on, Paul. Um, Paul's great. Shout
0: out to Paul. <laughs>
1: Come on, Paul. But, um, he's the man. He is. Yeah. But um, I think... <laughs> Life changed a lot when I ended up switching from a public school to a private school. Mm. Um, at that time, we ended up switching churches as well, so it was just a really big time transition. And it was only the third grade, so I was like still like a little child, mm. basically. What but, was like?
0: What was like the significance even just of the church switch? Because I'm sure people can understand like mm. the the switch from just like schools or whatever, because your friends are there. But just like, what what's the significance of like the church switch for you?
1: I guess it was. I'm going from. A church that was really far away it was in Baltimore which was about 45 minutes away from my family um, to get there to Delaware which was about 15 minutes so that helps my family a lot Um, just with stress wise I think it was also very different because I went from being with a lot of friends to a much smaller church Mm, so Baltimore I don't know how big Baltimore is now but Delaware now is like 50 people Mm -hmm. and I had and it used to be much bigger. So um, I had like one girl my age at the time. So it was very, very different. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Clarified that. But yes. So it was a big transition.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, the first day of third grade, um, it doesn't seem like it should be a big deal, but I came in and I was like, oh, hey, like, we've met before, right? And, like, I was trying to talk with a girl um, who would showed me around originally. And then she was like, "Nope, don't know you at all." And then we just walked away. And I was like, "Oh, this is very different. Um, I've never experienced that before." Like, not to, like to brag or anything, but I was sort of a popular kid growing up, and so okay. it was really easy for me to make friends.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it just like I wasn't insecure. Like there were no like fears. It was just life was just really good. So then suddenly changing, and then this school was much smaller. And then in addition, all my classmates already knew each other, so they already had their friend groups sorted out. So it was just really hard to make friends. In addition, third grade, I was bullied um, by, I'm not gonna say his name. Wasn't a, yeah. Shout him out, go
0: ahead, I'm what's not, up? I'm not shouting sh- him out, sh- I'm not, sh- not, not sh- shouting him
1: out. Will, nope, nope. William, it's not Thomas,
2: Thomas <laughs> William Baker <laughs> in Delaware. <laughs> where are you at? Yikes,
1: because so. this might be a real person and this is just not like gonna <laughs> work out very well.
0: Jamesa, where you at, uh, homeboy, <laughs> going down.
1: Anyhow, so um, it just was really hard. In addition, also with schoolwork, I'm dyslexic. And so mm. the workload was also a huge, huge transition. Yeah. I can't spell that well, as you guys might have seen. But I've never noticed no, that, actually. That's well, a fact. Just cool. learned it. Well, cool. Um, yeah, so then this school ended up becoming a very big part of my life. Mm. Um, there were friend groups, and I just became very caught up in my own thoughts, that I was like, oh, I can't really make friends with these people, or, um, no, like, I, sh- I shouldn't make friends with them, because I should have friends at church rather than school, I'm not going to explain my mindset, I don't know really why I was thinking that, mm. or why really, really I thought about it, but, um, yeah, so, uh, I would, oftentimes, I'd have, I'd have to have a friend, because I couldn't do it on my own, so yeah. it was too too dangerous, mm. too hard, um, so oftentimes I'd befriend one person, and so I would pour everything into this person. I would love this person with all my heart, and then because people aren't perfect, they would hurt me mm. really badly, and I'd have no one to fall back on. Um, and so this was a reoccurring cycle that I just could not seem to stop, going from fourth, fifth grade to really through high school. Um with, with, like, with times like this, I'd often turn to reading. And so even though I was dyslexic, I loved to read a lot. I would go and consume so many books. I would just, like, dive in. And, like, reading was a way of escaping from me. Yeah. um Because you would take <coughs> you to a whole other world. It was like, oh, like, you get to see the protagonist and you get to have a happy ending. But I just, I would get through it. And life, and, like, I would feel good reading it. And then i get to the end and I'd just feel empty again. Mm. Um, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't get away from that. Yeah. Um but I thought you know if I have good friends at at church that's okay cuz like I can make it through all the way to Sunday yeah. and then life will be great but um even at church it was hard to make friends mm-hmm. being at such a small church um more girls moved in and more people moved in over time but um being small you sort of make clicks. Yeah. and the other girls my age all had a very similar personality And so I am not the very openly loud, openly um, excited kind of person. You have to know me to really see that. Mm -hmm. And so the three three of them became really close and I was sort of on the outside, again, befriending people who didn't really get close to other people. Um, And so it was just a lot of loneliness over time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as a result of that, I think, I put a lot of my hurts and my feelings onto God. I was thinking, oh yeah, like if people are like this in God God must be like this too. And so, um, something I got in my church that they do is these things called Bible studies. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll try it. Like all like these three girls who were like part of this clique, like we're all doing it. So I was like, that sounds like fun. We'll get closer and we'll all become mm. great friends. It'll be great. And then, um, so I tried it, but I didn't really know who God was. And I didn't really want to get to know him. It was for the wrong reasons. Because mm-hmm. it's to get you closer to God, help you to, like, have a relationship. And I just...
0: That's the reason for doing Bible studies? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. But at least that, I would hope that would be your reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll try it. And so I kept trying it on and off for, like, five years. And still was not getting anywhere at all. Um, so... Um, Senior year comes around, summer first senior year, and I'm doing these Bible studies again and trying to, doing it again, because I want to get to know God, but I'm kind of afraid. I mean, i had been, I think I, I didn't realize it, but i had been burned so often that I thought people didn't really want me. Um, so you said the, you've
0: been burned so often?
1: But I Because I like Loved up on people mm-hmm. And like Loved people And poured my heart Into them And then they would Hurt me And then okay. I have no one to fall back on So that, gotcha. that's what I mean Okay Yeah sorry so,
0: No you're good I'm just okay. making sure Yeah Just clarifying And all that good stuff
1: Yeah So just a lot of hurt So I think I thought God Would be the same way Um God's not that way Um I've seen that Now For over a year But um It's just gonna be a I just couldn't get that and so was trying to still get to know him still wasn't working and finally I got really fed up I was like God I'm done like like five years like I've been trying for five years and nothing has happened and I still feel so alone Um, and so senior year starts out with just a lot of anger from me towards God I was like God you know what if you like I'll go to church see my friends because relationships had been mended by at this point Um, and I'll pray if I need something to God, but otherwise, like, we're done. I was just done. Mm -hmm. Um, so senior year starts really bad. I was super stressed out. Um, had, like, a friend or two at school, but still was, like, very, very alone. I know I keep touching on that, but, like, the loneliness was so, so bad. Like, have you ever, Mm -hmm. like, crippling loneliness and you make jokes about it? Like, oh, I have crippling loneliness. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not a joke. It's actually a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't think it, like, yeah, I didn't, like, that's what I had. Like, I was like, just felt so lonely.
0: How did that, like, even play out, do you think? Or, like, what did what does that kind of look like for even anybody that may be at home? Because, like, I've I've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've definitely had that crippling loneliness. But, like, how, how did that kind of play out for you? Just to um, try to put it into words to... Give, give, give the people at home a little bit more of a picture, if you can. If you can't, it's cool. But
1: I can try. I think it's like you just you want to be around people, but then you're afraid to be around people because if you're around people, then you can be vulnerable. So you sort of hide. You build up these walls in your heart. Yeah. Um. Sounds cheesy, but it's oh, real. Uh,
2: it's
1: real. Um.
0: Build up these walls in your heart and it's no it's very true
1: <laughs> so like you just sort of close off towards people but you want people to reach out to you mm-hmm. but you're and people are reaching out but you're afraid to reach your hand back out because mm-hmm. it's past your it, like defenses kind of thing I, I think I can try and describe it
0: sweet no that's a great way to that's a great image to um, kind of be thinking about so mm-hmm. that's that's really great thank you yeah um, but yeah, so you were experiencing that?
1: Yeah. So um, I ended up being at my job. Um, it's flash forward. It's like October, November kind of time. And I was, I worked at like a med spa, which is pretty cool, but. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> a med spa? Just, yeah, med spa. You did like, it was like, so it was a doctor's office too. So they had like weight loss stuff and then they had like weight loss spa stuff, but also like massages, and face masks, that kind of thing. Okay. So it's that cool. Does
2: you to lose weight? Is
1: no, pain. no, the massages <laughs> don't help you lose weight. I will say, it's like, they have stuff that can help you to lose weight. Gotcha. Yes. If you, if you want to know more, we can talk off air. I got you. I got you. Yeah. It's Olay Med Spa. Just a shout out. It's in in Maryland. It's pretty great.
0: Come on, Olay. Sponsor us, Olay Med Spa. <laughs> please. We will take your money. Yep. All the time. Please.
1: <laughs> but, um, works there. Um, my coworkers are great but I was putting together folders I think for like new clients and suddenly like I was in the back room and suddenly I just heard this question in my mind of if I die right now where am I going and I was like Mm. it's really intense okay that's one way to make folders and Mm. think I guess I don't know (laughs) Um, I was like well I'm probably going to go to hell but I'm not because I'm not saved but I don't understand what the point is like I've been trying to get to know God and I still haven't gotten to that point and it's been five years and five years is a very long time. Like God really is there anything that like would it really work out? But I was like, you know what, God, if you really think I'm ready, if you really think it's like it'll work out, I just pray for a sign. Pray for a mm. rainbow. Mm. <laughs> um so forgot about, I just put this prayer in the back of my mind, continue working, and then about a week later I saw a rainbow and I was like, Whoa, God's answering my prayer, this is crazy. And I was like, No yeah. no no no, no, no. Actually, it says not God. It's, it's not God. Mm. I thought, I prayed for a rainbow, like, in the sky, like, this huge, huge rainbow. Not, like, what it was, which was a rainbow coming in, like, through a window. Yeah, um, okay. Which, logically, I don't know how scientifically it would because on the second floor. But it was crazy. It was just really, really crazy. Sure. So then I was like, okay, hey, whatever. And then about a week later, at my school, through another window was another rainbow. And I was like, well, this is this is the second time. And I was like, no, 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 this isn't God. This is, like, glass reflector thing hanging mm-hmm. in the window. Right. So like, yeah, it makes sense, right? I'm just like, no, it's not God, it's not God. Mm-hmm. And then, later that week, in another um, room in my school, through another window was another rainbow being reflected in. Reflected in and I was like, stop, 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 Lauren, okay, this is the third one. Like, this is not a coincidence. Like, this, this cannot be a coincidence. Then so my teacher came in and turned on the lights. And you couldn't really see it anymore. And I, re- I just thought about, if I wasn't here at this exact moment in time, mm. would I have seen it? Yeah. Um, and so I was like, God, forgive me. I've been so hard-headed and hard-hearted, and I've not been listening to you, so just like, I'm just going to go after it. So I started doing, like, the Bible studies again and trying to go into it, um, and still was was having trouble because um, I just, I, again, was so much hurt in the past, I was like, I feel like I have to earn people's love.
0: Mm-hmm. That people
1: wouldn't just take me for as I was. Yeah. Um, so this concept of grace or God's grace of like loving me and like accepting me even if I hadn't done anything was very hard. I was yeah. like, no, this doesn't make sense. Like I have, to, mm-hmm. I have to earn my salvation. And they're like, that's not true. That's not biblical. Um, and so flash forward some more. Um, I was at a teen retreat, which is basically a... Um, get away for like the weekend for the teens at my church. Um, in our in our area of the United States. We got away, went to somewhere, I think in Virginia. I don't even remember where. Come
0: on, Virginia. <laughs> um, it <a> <laughs> was on don't the bay see. though, so
1: <laughs> um but yeah, so I went and I ended up having another Bible study with someone I hadn't I'd never really met before. But um I wanted to keep going for it, wanted to get to know God more, and so we're talking, and she's like, catch you up on your whole life and all your studies, and I'm like, okay, and so we're, I'm trying to go through. Um, it was actually Roxanne from Nova. Roxanne, come on, little.
0: Roxanne, little yeah. shout Good out, on, Roxanne, That's Mama Roxanne, yeah. right hey. it's
1: pretty crazy because she's at our church. She's at our church now, so. A whole crazy mind shock thing.
0: She's on, Roxanne. But she's um, the best.
1: she is. She's really intense. but really cool. Oh,
0: she's the best. <laughs> she is exactly what you need. She's like a strong cup of coffee when you wanted just a glass of water. Yeah. It's.
1: That's a really good description.
0: It's. It's something else. Uh. Yeah. She's yeah. the best.
1: But basically, um, she ended up asking me another question. Um, and she was like, so with like your perfectionist nature, because I'm a perfectionist by nature, which also plays into the whole grace thing because it's very hard for me. Right. Um, she's like, with your perfectionist nature, how are you trusting people? And I was like, oh, not that great. Uh, I don't know, I've been like burned before, I don't really trust people like that. She's like, okay, how are you trusting God? Um, and it just hit me like a bag of bricks that I didn't trust God, one, but two, that I thought God was like people. And the fact of like he would just leave me, like mm-hmm. I've been like other people had left me, mm-hmm. um, or he would hurt me, other people had hurt me, or he would forget about me, like other people had forgotten about me, mm-hmm. and there and she's like, okay, well, actually, stop, um, mm-hmm. that's not true. Deuteronomy around thirty one six says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you, um, and it was just this huge turning point in my life. Yeah. Like God wouldn't leave me. Like this, this makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like what what like I still hadn't fully set in so then the next night I was having um, what I call a quiet time which is basically a personal time with God where him and I just like hang out I read scriptures and pray and just worship him um and I was reading these scriptures and it was I had read I received a like a letter from God which was basically put together scriptures in the form of a letter to describe how god feels about girls as daughters mm. and so i was reading through and i was like that's not true that's not true that's not true either mm. and then it we it referenced scripture and so i was like okay i'll take note and i'll go back and so i finished the letter and i was like so much about this is not true and then i mm. read the scriptures and i'm like this is true dang it <laughs> this is this is actually true this is this is crazy so like i learned again that god would never leave me god doesn't change so he wouldn't change his mind about leaving mm. me God keeps His promises, so He wouldn't change about keeping His promises because He promises to keep His promises.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: my name is written on His hand; like He would never forget me. Like He promises to never forget me. And so, I, I, I was just mind blown. That someone would love me this much, Mm -hmm, that they wouldn't leave me, that they would never forget me, that they would want to be with me, that they would love me enough, like, that they actually wanted me. Mm -hmm. And And Pushing
0: past all of everything that you... Because even just as you were talking about the letter, like, there's a lot of reasons that you had for... It's like, no, there's no way. Yeah. pushing past all of that. And like, no, it's... I do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And so... It just, it completely changed my mindset, completely changed my life. And so then I was like, I have to get to know God. I have to, I want to be a Christian. I want to get to know him. I want to be his follower. And so March 23rd, 2018, I made Jesus Lord and got baptized. Okay. So Trail. it's not been an easy road <laughs> by any means. That's a whole other story. But I think it's cool because God does never, God God will never leave me. Mm-hmm. Uh, which sounds like it's some like, oh, God never leaves me, like that kind of cheesy thing, but like, no, it's actually true. It's actually biblical. Like, God would never leave. And like, He loves me. He loves all of us so much that He would want to be with us. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my story. Let's go, Lori.
2: Okay. Go ahead. Man. I would thank clap you. but I'm currently holding a microphone it's a very
1: big microphone a very
2: big and expensive microphone we do deep <laughs> conversation here. and she's a poet <laughs> so we snap for poets this is, oh appreciate it thank that's you that's what it is do it the other hand too just to yeah but I we appreciate play. that <laughs> so much like thank you for telling your story and honestly your testimony just like mm-hmm. how much you've been through and really the number one thing I took away from that as I listened was this idea of really being left like mm-hmm. the, this idea of like People aren't perfect, and even when you get attached to them, they disappear. They yeah. Dis- yeah, they fade away. And it sounds like one of the biggest reasons that you came to God, or look, even believe in God after a while, was really when you felt out. Oh, I finally found something that won't leave me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, for a lot of people that may listen to this, they may not necessarily be Christian, so they are only the mm-hmm. they're only in the world full of people that do leave, and they're only in a world full of people that will hurt them um and they may be in high school still i'm not sure how our old our audiences will be but rather it's as, as young as as middle school high school or old I, I know people who are married who sometimes feel alone and that's a whole different section but mm-hmm. um as sort of a follow-up what would you say for those people who, who may not have found this piece that you found um, what would you say to those people who may still be going through it right now and still feel that pain of being mm-hmm. left all the time
1: I think hold on, because um, it does get better, uh, I'm, <laughs> impossible situations can definitely get better, um, if, if you reach out for God, if you want to get to know God, or if this, my experience, like, interests you at all, like, just reach out, like, if you reach out for him, you will find him, like, he promises that, um, with well, your whole heart. Sorry. That's a whole other thing. But um <laughs> yeah, I think hold on definitely. But um yeah, you're not alone. A lot of people actually feel alone. You'd yeah, be surprised. Yeah. Like people who seem like they have their whole life together, who like are smiling all the time or are happy, like they're mm-hmm. struggling and that like you the The people who seem the happiest might very well be the loneliest.
2: Yeah.
1: So, like, even talking about it and reaching out to other people, like, taking that step.
0: Yeah. That's what it was for me a lot of times because, like, I was always seen as a very happy-go-lucky child growing Mm -hmm. up and just people never really kind of took the time to actually see, oh, wow, he's super depressed. Oh, wow, Mm -hmm. he's super anxious. He's all these things. And so, that's very true. And I think even one one thing that you reminded me of, I saw this picture a couple days ago or, like no it wasn't a couple days ago it was a good year and a half ago but it was this picture um, where it was like those things where it has like a word and then like for, for what each letter stands for mm-hmm. i forget what it's called but it was for hope and it said it said hold on pain ends mm-hmm. and i thought you, even just as you were talking about that i was like that's it's very relatable to your thing and your yeah. your, your story and just it's it's a very powerful kind of message of just like, you know, it's going to get better kind of thing. And um, even just hearing that, like, I was very sorry about whatever that was. There was a buzz on the on the thing. Oh. So apologize for anybody at home and I'm gonna try to fix that. Um, but yeah, so just like, I think even thinking about being alone and that you are not alone in feeling alone. Mm. it's something that I'd never really kind of thought about before like I've heard like I've heard in like a bunch of songs like oh let's be alone together that kind of thing and like for all those like love songs that are like let's be alone together (laughs) yeah stay young forever that was the one song I thought of that had it there's another one that somebody showed me but yeah just like the idea that you're not alone in feeling alone is kind of cool as well Mm. of just what you were talking about
2: yeah that's really popping. One thing that's even crazier is, like, as I look at everyone in this room, we're some of the most like cheesy, like, like actual cheese, like the most smiling people, mm-hmm. the happiest people, quote unquote. Like when you think about like the people yeah. who we hang around the most. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all of us can super relate to this idea of being alone. Yeah. yeah, And that's really weird for me, like this idea that the people who tend to like be seen as like, oh no, those are the happy people. Are the people like, yo, I went through some things. Mm-hmm. I'm still going through some things, and. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think so many people that are really going through it can be seen with, like, a smile on their face or even just be perceived as happy?
1: I think it's almost like trying to hide because then it's like, oh, like I'm alone, but I don't want people to think that I'm alone. Mm -hmm. Or you think, like, there's nothing else you could do about it, maybe. I don't know. I feel like it's probably different for everybody.
2: Yeah. I know for me, it's just, like... One thing I've been thinking about lately is just, like, for me, I know I want happiness. So I seek it out. I know there's, like, no point in, like, frowning. I know there's no point in, like, crying all the time. So I, I purposely seek out, like, trying to find comfort. Because I know that pain of, like, people just leaving all the time. And it's, mm. like, that's such a, like, dark place to be in. Like, mm. imagine if you would have stayed in that place that you were in, like, back in middle school just all the time. Yes. And so eventually, like, I'm, like, no, I don't want that. Like, I want to smile. I want to be happy. So I mm. pursue it. So I have a smile, I try to put out good vibes. I try to, you know, all those pages I think about where it's just like, be happy, support people, love people. Like, yeah. I think they are they tend to be started by people who are really relating to this idea of being alone, but sometimes you can still feel like that hole inside of you. So I just thought that was an interesting thought. Yeah, just like happiest people tend to have like some of the fakest smiles.
0: For sure.
1: Yeah, like I would have never known until we talked because you always like were such like a popular person we, and, we've like, known each other for a while uh, <laughs> yes we, yes we've,
0: we've we have a long history together kind um,
1: of a little bit or I, I we've crossed paths because we grew up in the same general area yeah um it's like I've seen you before but you always seem to be smiling always seem to be happy and then it wasn't until we talked that yeah. like, I was able to see like you're like, no, like, I do struggle with depression. I struggle with loneliness, I struggle with all this other kind I've, of
0: stuff. I, I've, I've lost to depression. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not even a struggle. It's, it's it, it. there wasn't even a fight most times. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy to, like, think about how there are definitely people that, like, even I remember last night as um, we had our, like, campus midweek kickoff thing, and Josh was just sharing about, Josh is our campus leader, and he was just sharing about how... Like, there are people out there that, that may be putting on these, these, these there was a scripture I was talking about, this guy putting on robes, but underneath he had, like, sackcloth, which mm. is, like, sack, the sacks that you put potatoes in, that's super uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but just the idea that, like, people may be putting on these, like, super big, like, personalities, or the, these these big smiles, and they may seem like they have it all together, but like, underneath it's, it's they're hurting. And so, um, yeah, yeah, that's very much so the case for I think a lot of people and even really even pushes me and and Isaiah Moore for going after all this never alone Mm. stuff because it's it's easy to feel alone in this world but you're not alone in feeling alone
2: Mm. your story definitely proved it and we just want to thank you um, for coming on the show and definitely just giving your voice to that like congratulations um, going down as the first lady in never alone history (laughs) first of many out. First of many, first of many. So so ladies don't like me.
0: Women in general just <laughs> kind of run whenever. That's uh, so
1: hard for me to believe.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's hard for you to believe that I you had listen, depression. We just, so. just talked <laughs> so. about
2: fake smiles and
0: everything. It's all deceptive. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just oh, messing. Okay. I'm just messing, mostly. But, uh, yeah, but for yeah. anyone
2: who loved your story or just, like, really wants to get to know you more, like, is there anything you have going on? Slash, where can they find you? All that good jazz.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram. Okay. I have a poetry Instagram. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> yes thank you Somebody it's, it's uh, just a reverb if you look it up you should be able to find it just the reverb just a so it's just underscore a underscore reverb okay yeah just yeah. a
2: reverb is actually her name like her page is not just a reverb like her username is actually just a reverb it just says, yeah, like
1: it's reverb yeah yeah which basically it's just it means echo always find me an echo of god so that's what that is
0: that's spiritual
1: (laughs) but yeah i haven't posted on it in like a couple weeks i'm working on some new stuff yeah
2: you
1: are it's gonna be some really good stuff actually as i answer some of the ideas yeah i mean, like i'm geeking right now i'm not gonna spoil them but if you do want to check me out you can message me through there too but yeah
0: yeah absolutely thank you guys so much for watching uh please don't throw the microphones when we do this but we have a custom, which is the three-second yes. freeze frame. One, <laughs> two, three. Sick lit.
2: You gotta yes. participate. <laughs> you you Whoa! It. I finally did it. You did it. You, you were finally part did it. A you were part, part of it. Not only did you see it, you did it. How, How did
1: it feel? It, it felt good because I kept seeing it. I kept I kept hearing it on your Spotify, but I had to look it up once to see it because I was like, Oh, the freeze frame. Yes, yeah. I wanted to know.